Welcome to the Round Robin podcast. I'm your host, Ben Ward, and joining me today, I've got Bradley Wine, hello. Luke Two, Rob Fursland, and Maddie Cunningham. Hello, hello, hello. So, uh, off podcast, after we finished last time, I asked all of them to read a book. It yeah, could man. be a short story, could be a novella, whatever you like. So let's start with you, Bradley. What did you read? He's got it with him. Oh, he's got it with he's him. Opening a he's opening a cupboard. I made it, yes. I read George Orwell's Animal Farm. Oh. I never actually read Animal Which Farm. Which I'd never read before. So is there any particular reason you chose that book? I thought I could read it in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> did you, I did was you... eyeing up all the books on the on the top here. And I was like... We're currently sat in uh, Bradley's... We're sat in my house, house. for once. Yeah, he does we're... have a bookshelf full of... You know, a Shit. lot more heavier books than that one. Yes, there was a lot of big ones. I was kind of looking at this like, I could read this in two hours, in under two hours. How long did it take you to read it? Under two hours. Nice. I nailed it. Well, I'm it, very accurate at reading at my own, uh, knowing my speed. Ben kind of forgot he set homework until about three or four days ago. <laughs> I was fine. I, I, like, How did I, you forget? No, I, I didn't forget I'd set homework. I knew that we were doing this. I just wasn't sure whether anyone else had remembered. Then I spoke to Luke and Luke was like, oh, you have read my book. Oh, yeah, I read my book. I, 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 we'll come to yours in a second, but yeah. So, Bradley, what are your thoughts on Animal Farm? Did you enjoy it? Did you think it holds up to what you'd heard about so, it? So, I know it's very classic to say, well, it's very George Orwell, considering it is a book by George Orwell. But Jesus, <laughs> are we allowed to spoil the book? Uh, do you know what? Yeah, spoilers for whatever books that we we're currently talking up. about. Uh, I didn't expect it to end like fucking horrid oh the ending isn't pleasant no I, I, I've seen, I've, what happens at the end so the end basically like I, I always knew the idea of animal farm was this obviously set on a farm they overthrow their like landlord farmer person and they is take this the animals this is the animals so the so animals, the animals basically over- just one day decide they've had enough uh they're like mayor basically is like you know one day there'll be a revolution where we'll all like rise up and we'll all be equal and we'll have the land and that's where they got the idea for chicken I was say, this is one with communist exactly. pigs isn't it <laughs> what's that this yeah and one then the, the, pigs, pigs. the pigs are the smart ones the pigs then go hang on a second we can make out that we're working but we're intelligent so we're working we don't actually have to do any hard labor and then amongst the pigs they then have an in squabble and then like one leader rises and then he falls and then another rises out of that and then they just rewrite history so like all throughout this one pig was like basically just behind everything and he was always there for everyone and this other pig was evil and then you sort of get to it a point where you think oh there's going to be another revolution now where the, the rest of the animals realize that the pigs have fucked them over and they're going to revolt against the pigs now nah, that's the book just ends the book ends with them wearing human clothing Firing guns, drinking alcohol, playing poker with other humans, and the other animals are like, oh shit, like, what so have, what only have we become? Pigs. Only the pigs have ascended. Only the pigs. Only the pigs have ascended, <laughs> and the rest of the animals. <laughs> and they rename the farm as well, it's no longer called out, because all the human society have been looking on this farm and calling it Animal Farm, and then they rename it to something else at the end, because, like, basically the pigs have decided so they're now humans. It, it's sub-Animal Farm. But there's like, this really horrible That's bit where, like, weird. one, of, one yeah. of the animals is, one of the cows or something like that is really looking forward to retirement, and, like, all the hard work he's put in... Um, He's vent, you know. He's gonna, he's gonna live out the rest of his days, you know. Just not, you know. He's I'm, put the most. Is that the, the horse? In. Uh, it's maybe a horse. I'm I can't remember what it was. Some political theme. Yeah, but right. It's really pulling at strings here. But it was really fucking. Basically, he's gonna, this like the whole bit. Basically, you read it and it's like he's, you know, he's been working on this windmill for years and he's really excited about getting his doing his part and then he can like live out his retirement and know that he's helped, you know, get the rubble together that everyone else can then build this uh, windmill. And one day he just collapses. 
And so the pig's like, oh, don't worry, we'll take him to the best hospital in town. And everyone's a bit like, oh, okay, okay. And none of them can read. So this cart rocks up, takes the horse or cow. And then as it's walking away, one of the animals realizes that it says glue factory <laughs> on the side. And it's so fucking dark. And then it's like the end of the chapter is the pig's got a barrel of whiskey that night. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> like, Wait, so they sold a horse for goods. And by then they weren't even like, you know, they weren't at the table already. Yeah. They haven't ascended already. They had to first sell a few horses off. Oh, but the, 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 but the, the, the like ascension is kind of like a realisation at the end of the book. Well, congratulations, because, like, the pigs. pigs have been, the pigs have been kind of like hold, held up in this room that they're not allowed to go in, basically. So it's like one of them goes in and then realises like what's happened. And okay. then that's just the end. <laughs> Yeah, I, so, think, I think the film ends with like the. Oh, is there a film? There's a film as well. I've I've seen the film and not read the book, but there is a point. It's called it, Chicken Run. I've been through this. <laughs> there's, I think the. I, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I do recall the end of the film is like the dog, uh, the uh, leading, like uh, people out of the farm. Like oh no, there's no happiness do- in the end of this book. <laughs> have Dude. you seen the sequel, Wallace and Gromit? I was thinking this is he doesn't have a mouth he, te- he tore it off because he, <laughs> he saw he could I never speak of again I don't know why but I could just imagine as the, the glue <laughs> the glue cart just drives off into this and just come on Gromit <laughs> the, cro- the crossover we've always needed cracking glue Gromit <laughs> But yeah, did you, as a book, would would say it's something you'd recommend, something you'd read again? I think it's, I think, I was talking to Phoebe about it and she said she didn't really enjoy reading it, but it's not very enjoying, you don't, you it's, don't enjoy you don't reading read Animal Farm. Like, you're not there going, oh boy, I hope, I hope the animals get fucked up in some weird way this chapter. <laughs> um, but it is kind of, you know, you're listening to it going, ah, all these allegories for Russia, I see. Like we are really distancing ourselves from Peter right now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at arm's length, just like. So next time we're going to review this pack of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, uh, I think I, you know, anyone who's interested about the the book Animal Farm, um, and for me it was like when I had the opportunity of reading something I haven't read before, I was like, well, I've never read it. I've always, I'm actually interested about like what actually the book's about because I know the concept, but I want to see how it's executed. And um, yeah, it was an enjoyable couple of hours reading it at my local pub. Cool. Nice. Nick was like, it? you must have looked like such a prick. Just sat there. Beer in one hand, at, Animal Farm in the other. And a craft beer joint. Oh, so yeah. I was at the Forest Key reading 1984 by myself. So. Oh, God. Oh, God. Also nice. the worst. Also the worst. Let's move on to you, Luke. So my book is... And I like that you've also brought yours. Where's Wally now? <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it was an interesting read? It's an interesting read. And I've got a point about Wally. What's your point? So wherever you can find him... There's a lot of chaos going on, Ooh. but it's always something to do with like war and conflict. He's always there. Like you've got Aztecs. He's got the <laughs> the old like. He's at the Aztecs now. He's, he's at the Aztecs. He's, he's going through time. I <laughs> the think. modern day Aztecs. But I don't know if he's just visiting these battles or he's instigating them. Oh shit. Maybe maybe it's not like so much. You know the way it's like it's not so much that he's going through time as. He is ageless. These are just depictions of time. <laughs> of but he's always at something really like shady. Like there's a gold rush, but you see people like getting there's a cactus running there. But you can see <laughs> everyone's getting fucked up. So are we saying that Wally is the Illuminati? And you can tell I've actually read it because I've circled in uh, <laughs> <laughs> where it is. Did you circle with one. pen? Yeah. Oh why? You just ruined the book for everyone else. <laughs> Oh yes! Oh yes! The communal Where's Wally book. I like Where's Wally. Because as you 
can see at the front, this Wiz Wally book belongs to the Round Robbing Podcast. Oh. Yes, Wiz Wally. No, no, no. Because no, none of us could find Wally. You can, you've find, uh, you can find other people. What are you talking about? All of us can find uh, Wally. The work's so done for it's us. Not, it's not just Wally. You've got his mates too. You've got um, the one who looks like Waluigi. You've got the wizard. <laughs> you mean, you've got his dog, and you've got um, the him, him in a dress. Wasn't his name Oddlaw? Oddlaw. Uh, yeah, negative Wally. What? Negative Wally. Because because in America he's Waldo, and his counterpart, the yellow and black jumpered one, I think was called Oddlaw or something like it. Is that his arch nemesis? Yeah. Uh, you see, what you don't realise is there is a deep and rich law to the Where's yeah, Wally. His name is Oddlaw. You'll, it says you'll it right learn there. more about this in the well, upcoming <laughs> Where's Wally <laughs> cinematic <laughs> universe <laughs> that Rob will make. <laughs> I mean, there's quite a lot more to go through. Right in the back, you've got Where's Wally. You've got Where's Wally now. Where's Wally? The Fantastic Journey. Uh, he goes to Hollywood. Um, the Great Picture Hunt and The Incredible Paper Chase. He's been in a lot of places. Would you buy the but sequels? In this one fucking book, he has caused so much damage and destruction. <laughs> so what you're saying is that Wally is a war criminal? Yes. One yes, thing I, I have. One Ooh. thing I do like about it is I can read the actual cover of the book in a kind of res- resigned tone. Like there was, where's Wally now? <laughs> As in, like, he keeps fucking off and yeah, finding exactly. him. And he keeps getting missing the, again. The author's like, like oh, for fuck's sake. Nah. I didn't realise Wally had a cane. I always thought he was just... Does he? You're on the front cover. But at the start, in each area, they have a little bit that tells you about the history of the place. Um, so I'll give you a little excerpt. Um, this is having a ball in Gay Paris. Ooh. The history of France has some very bad bits. <laughs> Like getting your head chopped off by... Okay, he's already started. Jesus. This is his own memoirs, I think. He's writing this himself. (laughs) (laughs) By by having your head chopped off by Madame Guillotine in the French Revolution. Ah. And some very good bits, like the invention of smelly cheese, as depicted by Bradley's cheese board. How dare you. Interesting thing to take credit for. Then he goes on about Napoleon, and then there's a revolution, something about high-vis jackets, and that's it. Fair enough. (laughs) Topical. So, would you recommend this book to anyone else, Luke? Um, anyone else who wants to find Wally and stop him? <laughs> stop him now. Okay. So, Rob. I read, what? in a very stark contrast, Frank Herbert's Dune. Oh, okay. You finished it then? Yeah, I finished Excellent. it. Finished it the other day. Where did you start contrast. it soon? Oh, it's, it, mm. I enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed Dune, actually. It's uh, bizarre because it's like I only really realised afterwards, but that book was written like in 1965. Like, it is old by sci-fi book standards. Yeah. Really is, old. What made you pick Dune? Was it just the fact that it's it's such a well-known series, or is it yeah, just... Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I've always liked sci-fi. I wanted to read something different than just rereading the Dresden Files for the 100th time. No. So I decided I will read some sci-fi, and I'll go for the classic. I'll go for Dune, because it's pretty influential as an actual book, and it had a pretty on, long, ongoing series. And, yeah, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. How long did it take you to read? Um, okay, so I actually listened to it rather than reading. Okay. But it took me maybe two, three months on and off. It's a long book. Yep. It took me a lot of time to get through it. No, that's fair. I mean, like, especially with audiobooks where you're... Uh, where speci- rather than sitting down specifically to listen to the book, you're often uh, just doing that on, like, say, a commute. Uh, it's one of the things I always hate whenever I'm commuting and I have to take, like, say, someone else with me. Oh, you I, can't listen. I can't just yeah. stay, say, right, so here's the story oh, so far. Be, you can't be unsociable, <laughs> is that what you're saying? I can't, yeah, I can't just have my audiobook play and be like... Ah, ah, I'm ah. lucky. I'm one of the guys I usually drive with my car share. Very often will just put his headphones on on the drive home. No, so I just say, oh, like, yes, no, there, there we go. Friend. There we that's go. That's the signal. Yeah, that's oh, it. Right. It's, it's, all, it's, it's book time. I currently have the idea. Ben... Ben's like, oh, we need to drive to Exeter. Do you want to come with me? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Get in his car. And then Ben, like, turns to me and goes, 
previously on the Dresden Files and then he recaps it and then he hits play and I'm like wait what the fuck's going on (laughs) by the time I would have recapped it we would have made it to Exeter and then back (laughs) he just starts playing he goes he rubbed her thigh tenderly Uh, he, he makes those scenes like so uncomfortable yeah, I, I remember the, the one story I got from you Luke was you were at like a crossing on your way to your old job at the uh, whatever you used to work at the aquarium yeah um and I remember you telling me that it was just like a, a very sensual scene and you were just at like a pedestrian crossing waiting waiting and it was just you remember you saying that it was like super weird just I mean to be it was quite loud and I was just like is anyone else here but then this? again let's face it there are people who probably are walking past you listening to the Fifty Shades of Grey audio oh was some guy walking past me just jacking off so it didn't really affect <laughs> he could hear you it made you feel right at home I just found out it was just a really shiny window <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so who what sort of people would you recommend dude for just sci-fi lovers or is it um, do you reckon someone who's not that into sci-fi could well, also what, read because it because it was very very early and because it was so long ago I think anybody who just has time for a long read could probably enjoy Dune like I would say if you tried to reread the Lord of the Rings and like me thought this is fucking awful to read then maybe try Dune because for an old book it's actually not that difficult to get what through. What about if you enjoy Lord of the Rings? Well then you could probably also enjoy that because it's a long <laughs> book. The one thing I am dreading is listening plot. to it with Ben because uh, he's not going to commit to listening to it properly and it's going to take us like a year to get through Dune. I, was about to say, I tried rereading the very first Lord of the Rings book and it was just like a fucking 100 pages and they're still not out of the Shire. And it's just all of them in some fucking weird dude's house <laughs> eating. Like, I got to Tom Bombadil and said, OK, no, I can't. I literally cannot That's continue with this. That's been two and a half pages since the last song. Like the seven pages of song. <laughs> I remember the, uh, I bought a digital edition of The Hobbit yeah. um, uh, on the, it was like the Apple iBook store. And one of the cool things with this edition of The Hobbit was that it had... Uh, when the songs came up it would have it there in text but there would also be a button you could press and it would be Tolkien himself singing the song that's bizarre it was such a weird thing I like to think he just phones his house yeah yeah <laughs> so he just answers the phone and goes oh it's this song okay and he's on the phone going I mean I'd be surprised he is again he's not doing anything else well except you know laying in a coffin yeah exactly he's got all the time in the world but I'd recommend if you try and do Lord of the Rings again, do the audiobook. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I ever gave it another go, I would do it as an audiobook. Because the, so- I, the songs are lovely in the audiobook. I, I guess nice. so. But again, it's just like it, no book should take that long to get into the actual good <laughs> bit. Does that count? The audiobooks count as reading. I hope so, because that's what I read this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, that, that's actually going to be a question I'm going to ask you guys in a minute. Uh, actually, yeah. Spoiler. Uh, well, our, our, Jesus, man. So, yeah, spoilers. Sorry, I, I rushed ahead. Uh, one it's thing, fine, don't worry. But it's good to think you're on that track. One thing I did like about Dune is kind of reading it, and because it's so old, you realise just how influential it was. Like, listening to things like the, the Benny Gesserit's voice, which is the Jedi mind trick. And you listen, oh, this is the Jedi mind trick. He's like, no, wait, this came first. The Jedi ripped this off. Then yeah. it's like, you have the Ornithopters, which are spaceships, and you've got the fact they've got, like, the personal shields and things. It's like all the stuff that must have been revolutionary at the time. Like some fucking dweeb in the 60s reading like, this is fucking awesome. It's like anybody reading it's like, Jesus Christ, this is such an old idea. I loved watching the documentary about Star Wars and it just shows how like lucky Star Wars was that it kicked off so much because everything was just thrown together. They were like, oh shit, this is cool. Fuck it, put it in a toy. (laughs) And somehow it it got popular. Well, that was the Star Wars toys were back when like 
they 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 kind of get onto it really late. Yeah. So you went into store and you just bought a cardboard yes. cutout of what you would get in six months' yeah. time. Yeah. Whenever they'd actually re- reproduced it because they were like, oh crap, this was way more popular than we expected. They, they yeah. were really lucky. Yeah, uh, yeah. But also, I think it's something like George Lucas held the merchandising rights because mm. Fox didn't. I think he like Fox didn't want it or something like that. Yeah. Or so he made a killing on that. That well, no. Uh, so there's a documentary series on Netflix. I haven't called, seen this one. Um, it's like the toys that made us. That's that's what and I watched. That's, yeah. It's really good, but there's a really basically like okay, George Lucas still made a killing because he owned everything. But basically, the the toy company that made the toys Mattel, originally I think it was, maybe? wasn't. It was a really unknown company. It was like the one. Shit, of, yes, it was. They really were unknown, bought later by Mattel, I think, but because they're like owned by someone else. But basically, or Hasbro. But this company managed to like get a super deal where for every dollar, they would make like eighty five cents, which. Which is incredible. Like, yeah, that consider, is considering how normally that's like, you know, you look at modern stuff and how it's split up, you might find that some, some people were making like 16 pence per pound yeah. and stuff like that. That's but what markups are a thing. And, and yeah. the thing is, the deal was in, in uh, perpetuity. perpetuity. It would never stop. And obviously, like, till today, they make Star Wars films. However, in the year of 1997, back where there were potentially no more films on the horizon, um, the deal was that even if they made no toys or made no sales, the company had to give a minimum of $10,000 a year to Lucasfilm. They forgot to send it that year. Yeah, so the contract... The year later, the prequel films were released. Oh, no. So they had to rebid for the rights to the toys. At that point, the Lucasfilm lawyers were like, Okay, here we go. Six <laughs> percent for you. Yeah. <laughs> that, see, that's kind of like what they say. It's like the lease on the Guinness factory. I think it's like a fiver a year for until like a ridiculous amount of time because it was signed for like I think a thousand years. Yeah. But it was signed at that rate, so they paid literally for that site in the center of Dublin, like five pounds a year. Yeah. I like how we just do that now. It's like, oh yeah, I'll have it for um, I don't know five thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that is that why they bring it up in every trailer where they've like, we've got this for a thousand years? Pretty much. <laughs> and the guys who owns the building is like, you fucks. I was about to say, it's, it's bizarre. Like, I think there's even a thing like the city of London has to pay every single year the Queen something like five horseshoes, a bag of iron nails, and a bag bag of bread for a property but nobody knows where it is and it's just this thing that they keep on doing because it's tradition they've done it every year yeah i hope it's just the same ones as well yeah yeah just gives it back to them one does not want your nails yeah (laughs) um the only thing i would say about june by the way is the language can be a little bit archaic so don't be surprised if you see a couple of these and owls that don't belong there well so a lot of the um yeah so it's actually interesting you said though that seeing that influence of um going back full circle um but yeah, the the influence, uh, like seeing where that's inspired other sci-fi and other things. Because I'm actually reading a cyberpunk book at the moment. I haven't finished this one, so it's not the book I'm talking about today. But it's called uh, Snow Crash. It's by uh, Neil Stevenson, I think I believe. But it actually came up with the idea for digital avatars before in 1993, before digital avatars had actually been fully realized, and I believe it coined the term for a computer virus. Um, but it, like it, it, when he described avatars, I was like, "Man, you just nailed what an avatar is." Essentially, like that's impressive. But it, it's also it doesn't take itself too seriously. It's quite good. But it's interesting to see, like the predictions almost with in terms of reality and in terms of other like works, how that inspires and, and like kind of keeps growing and evolving. Um, as I said, personal shields. I even look at stuff like Halo, which uses the the uh, the Melnir armor, personal shield. Um, Sorry, please say that again. 
Mjolnir. Okay. No, 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 no. The first time you said it just sounded you were like, yeah. That's because I couldn't like I just couldn't form the words correctly in my mind. <laughs> I said it wrong because I couldn't say it. <laughs> uh any, any final thoughts on Dune? No, but it's good. If you've got time, read it. So uh Bradley, you thought uh you copped out with your two hour read. You mean copped out? I think I read George Orwell's Animal Farm. It's not like I was reading a fairy it's a tale. It's still a book. Mine is still <laughs> technically a book. Mine is um, H.P. Lovecraft's um, Dagon. So it is a 15-minute audiobook. Mm-hmm. So it's a short, short story. A very, it's one of his short, short stories. Yeah, I spent more time finding fucking Wally than that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we listened to it like two days ago. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It follows this guy who's escaped from a German ship in World War One, gets shipwrecked on this island, starts going crazy, climbs up this mountain, finds all these weird, creepy cave paintings, loads of weird fish people. And then there's like this giant, weird, fishy dragon hand that comes out. Why are you staring at me? Because <laughs> you looked more interested in the weird, creepy fish hand. I could tell you were in. <laughs> I was in the corner of my eye. She's like, she's still staring at me. Yeah, she's still staring at me. <laughs> and then at the end of the book, he jumps out a window and kills himself after he gets rescued. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Wait, after he gets rescued? He gets rescued, gets back, and like, uh, he gets addi- addicted to opioids. And he's like, I'm, a- I'm, out, of, I'm out of morphine now. Uh, I'm going to kill myself. That's too real for me. So he does. <laughs> yeah, Lovecraft is... Because I listened to it with Maddie, actually. Uh, uh, Lovecraft could be a very... Uh, he's not like a he's not like a lighthearted read sometimes. He is a relatively dark person. I've never read Lovecraft, but even I knew. I was about to say, like, oh, H.P. Lovecraft. He's a well-known feel-good author. I yeah. go to him to feel happy about things. Imagine his <laughs> TED Talk. <laughs> so obviously, uh, somebody, you've obviously I, I also already answered like how long you took to read it, but... Uh, what be any reason you ended up decide to read it? Well, Ben, as you know, it's because we had a free Audible credit, <laughs> and we got the complete collection of H.P. Lovecraft. This podcast was brought to you by Audible. Because of how many podcasts I've listened to, I was really expecting this to suddenly it's just like I'm like, when did we get a sponsor? I mean, you, you say free, I pay for my Audible subscription. <laughs> you got it for free. Free for me. Sponsored by Ben. <laughs> But no, as my first foray into Lovecraft, I enjoyed it. It was nicely nicely written. It was well-paced. It was pretty spooky. Was it better or worse than Call of Cthulhu, the game? Better than Call of Cthulhu, the game. That's impossible. <laughs> well, we've yet to play more of it, so we can't judge. Well, we, we can. Shall. We played a couple of hours, <laughs> it? But I am going to read some more Lovecraft now, because I did enjoy it. That's good. But yeah, like, I mean, one of the things I've, re- I've read random assortments of Lovecraft stories the other time. He's great, but he's such a horrible racist. He, yeah, I was going to say, he's also one for archaic language. See, my, I've never really had much, like, knowledge of Lovecraft outside of just he's very dark. Um, but I didn't realise the racist stuff until I played South Park. Yeah. And there's just, <laughs> I don't want to say the names of those characters, but those Especially actual, the cat. Are those based on actual, are those I, actual I names I, for Lovecraft so characters? So the thing is, I haven't yeah. actually met that, got uh, to that. Actually, I don't know I haven't got to that. Park. I haven't okay. got to that bit in the second South Park game yet. But okay, because there's a bit in the second South Park game where you fight I think one of them might Lovecraft be. monsters. And I'm like, is this a joke because of how racist he was? Or is this actually I mean, the weirdest name characters? I would say characters? almost anything they could say would not be too exaggerated really? for a okay, could, you, could you go ahead and say one just so I know what we're kind of dealing I, with Off the top here. of my head, but I just, like, 
I don't. There's one that definitely You'd began with the N word. Oh well, you can well, you can just there like is, there is actually a character. Yeah. There is that cat. might that might no, that, that, be that's, based that's on that real. character. It's a cat. You, I don't know if you fought a cat though. It's N word cat. The cat. I don't. No, Nick. Uh, bleep it. <laughs> it's and the cat. It's awful. <laughs> I think my favorite. Not was only when I the, the abortive, the abortive one where she kind of went nick and then just stopped. <laughs> they just committed. We can still bleep it. It's fine. <laughs> I just can't believe you had to say it. Like whatever n words are they? Like, nice <laughs> neighbor, naughty cat, naughty, naughty cat, cat. cat, naughty man. The Do you cat. want to just say naughty and I'll edit that in? It's naughty man. The cat. Just say naughty for me. Naughty. I don't like that. Please don't say that ever again. <laughs> Not okay. Please don't look at me whenever you say it again. Just <laughs> making weird eye contact with people tonight. Sorry. Look at the ceiling. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I'll just eat my garlic bread. One of the things I tended to use Lovecraft for is, I don't know if I, any, any of you guys experienced this with reading, is that I, I have always found that if I find myself getting bogged down in a long book, I like to read a short story to give myself that sense of uh, completion. So I feel like, oh, okay. Ben well, likes his sense of cheat. If I say in a word, no, I've never done that. No, uh, so like, I mean, it's like, well, or even between, um, not even t- between longer novels, reading like a few short stories, then moving on to the next novel. Say, so I did that a lot with the Dresden Files when I was going from book to book. I would read a few short stories in, like, say, Lovecraft or other authors in order to just essentially Dude, break up, break it up. A such bit. a millennial, you need that sense of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. Oh my Short god, format. this is like ah, so that's kind of worrying, man. <laughs> just like I need something to show that I've done something. Yeah, why do you think I achievement hunt still? Yeah, I guess. You still do that? I I, I actually enjoy achievement hunt. Oh, the, yesterday I got a one G achievement, and Ben was like, "Oh my god, Maddie." No, look what's happened. Well, no. Your G has a one in it now. No, because I do that, like, I, I do that would annoy you. Because Not really, because I don't it, care about Ma- you. Hold on, Maddie, you get annoyed when I leave the TV at like 21. Yeah, but that's annoying. That's, no, yeah, 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 it's about to say. 20 is good. It, no, 21. It needs, be, it needs to be a multiple of five. Uh, whatever sounds right. But, I mean, one thing I will whatever say. Sounds it, whatever sounds right. Why is one going to be different over 20? Oh, yeah, exactly. So then what's the point of moving it down? Huh? So, yeah, exactly. Then what's the point of moving well, what's it What's the point of moving it to 21? Just to piss If you me just off. overshoot a little bit, and then you're like, oh, that's fine. But in terms of like... Who you... overshoots? Why aren't you going... Duh, 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 duh. I just hope because, because Ben needs that quick gratification. He needs <laughs> yeah. to be loud now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, uh, but yeah, that doesn't particularly that doesn't bother me. But I, I thought Maddie might be the sort of person to get bothered by the fact that her achievement oh, ben, score... Oh, yes, it does. Well, the number's going to be odd. Huh? But, oh, no, my own... The fact that I've got, like, an odd achievement annoys me, and I'm trying to find a game that I can balance it out. I'm pretty sure just trying to get past my gamer score. What was yours again? Mine was, like, 56. I'm closing in. You're closing in, dude, but I haven't had an Xbox in four years. Yeah, well, I'm closing in. <laughs> uh... But yeah, so anyway, background to what we were talking about. So for my book, I actually finished, uh, it was actually a few weeks after uh, I said it, I finished uh, Caiaphas Kane, uh, one of his novels. Uh, and I've completely forgotten the name See, of I, that. Oh, wow. good, job, good job, Ben. See, but, I'd assumed that you'd just finished a book when you read that and you just really wanted to find a yeah. reason to talk about it. So you set all of us homework no, no, no. so you could talk about your damn no, book. No, I still had to finish the book. And you hadn't even finished the book by that point. Although I ben, bought a ben book for this. Of, he forgot that he'd finished Caiaphas King because he was like, oh shit, homework. 
Well, I'm the host. I can just exclude myself. What the fuck? Oh, no, no, no. Those were your God. words, Maddie. I would have cut the podcast that, short if that, you'd done no, that. No, that's what Maddie said. Maddie, was, <laughs> no, Maddie said to me, well, I mean, you're the host. You could just exclude yourself. I would have scrapped the podcast when we'd have done something else. <laughs> I believe, yeah. So I read uh, The Traitor's Hand, which is the third novel in the series, which uh, the reason I chose it again is just because I was going through a little bit of a Warhammer binge and decided that I could really do with bit more Kane because uh, I don't know if uh, who here may, may have read Caiaphas Kane, but he's a bit of a cross between uh, I, I think it's uh, Flashman I think uh, Harry Flashman Flash, no no Flashman not Flashheart Flashheart's from Black Flash I have no idea who Flashman is he, he was a um, he was like a, a, a novel character who was like a shitty British officer in the army oh. but he's also a cross between that and Blackadder um, yeah, when he walked into a room, he'd blind you a bit, but you'd be fine. Yeah, but like, um, no, no, he, he the, would just expose himself. Flash at her. I like that better. Uh, essentially, <laughs> the plot of all revolves around uh, them going onto a planet with uh, a sort of weird ecological system where they have one planet, one side that's like all desert and hot, one side that's all cold, and then a habitable zone in the middle of the planet. Uh, obviously, there are tribes and stuff I like have a grand line, like spread out uh, but basically it's about like a, a sort of multiple chaos incursion happening so you've got like a Slaneshi cult on the ground and a uh, sort of corn cult coming in from uh, like space to try and break break through on the planet it was really enjoyable like that's one of the things Kane is probably one of the most refreshing takes on the Warhammer universe when you're reading it especially when you read a lot of, I, I was reading Horus Heresy yeah and Hor- the Horus Heresy stuff is a little can at times depending on who you're reading be a little bit dry I also read... Oh, trust me, Ben, it's not just horse heresy that's dry. You shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, but like I read um, uh, recently they uh, like in the new lore, Cadia Falls, or uh, Cadia Stands, sorry, which is about the fall of Cadia. Um, Cadia's fall Cadia Stands. Uh, but, but, you, you know what, uh, but Ben, what's the fall of Arcadia? Uh, Cadia. Arcadia. Get it right. God, Bradley. But, I know, right? Isn't Bill the fall Stein? of Arcadia, the new Guillermo del Toro TV show? Is that is that the no, TV that's show? The Heroes of Arcadia, something, something, something like of Arcadia. My but, Hero Academia. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if you guys ever done. Have you guys ever read a, a novel that you actually thought was bad? Uh, that you stopped. You had to stop reading because uh, I, I, I can even. Well, one I finished and I really was like, yeah, this was a waste of my time. War Hammer book. <laughs> well, have you tried? No. Uh, you don't know. I, <laughs> no, I do no. know you. Uh, <laughs> I tried to be cool and read War and Peace, but I got to like the first chapter. And I was like, like, this is kind of not worth my well, time. Mine, mine's Lord of the Rings. It's simply too old to read comfortably. I have, uh, I have one that. Well, that's actually a story about my first time. I tried to listen to an audiobook. I don't want to hear about your first time, Ben. My, well, you were, but. <laughs> um, the first time I tried to listen to an audiobook, I, I downloaded a copy of Atlas Shrugged. Because I had been playing Bioshock and I read that it was based, it was they had taken a lot of inspiration from this book. So I was like, awesome. The audiobook is so damn long and so fucking boring. I just, I think I listened to like half hour and was like, yeah, I'm out. How long does it take to shrug? Uh, Atlas takes a while to shrug. I th- <laughs> I, I, if I remember right, it was so, it was some it was like two a forty eight hour book. It was ridiculous. Jesus I was just Christ. like, yeah, no, not also, not, not like this. Fairness, if you held the world on your shoulders, you'd take a long time to shrug too. He doesn't hold the world, he holds the sky. Oh, I'm so fucking Get sorry. Right. Wow. <laughs> Boom. A lot of knowledge being dropped. I, I, I uh, started reading. So, do you remember, anyone remember the Alex Ryder books? Yeah. yeah. I loved those books. I loved those books so much. I loved them all. They were great. And then I read his, like, another series he, he started working on, I think, midway through. And then I realized he's a bad writer. Because he wrote the book in such a way that I was reading these other books 
And every so often I'd have to remind myself that I wasn't reading Alex Ryder. Was that like the cherub books or something? It was like about these kids that were all, had all these superpowers and things. And oh, okay. like each book was about a different kid. And then I assumed they were all going to meet up at some point. Was that Anthony Horowitz again? It was Anthony Horowitz Was again. that the like Power of Five series? Yes, it might have been. Right. I just couldn't... Because I'd gotten so accustomed to the way he wrote Alex Ryder, he mm-hmm. wrote these kids in exactly the same way. So it's kind of like one trick pony. Well, yeah. Well, no, he didn't really he because the, the character in the Power of Five books was a pussy. Yeah, but like every kid... And then you'd go to a new... I got to like the third book and every child just felt written exactly the same way. But like I didn't oh, think yeah. differently. They always were really lucky and could get out by the skin of their teeth in exactly the same way Alex Ryder could. And it just kind of... Was, it just felt like I was reading an Alex Ryder book and then it also kind of removed the magic of Alex Ryder because, like... You you kind of had the curtain pulled back. You yeah. realised... I was that like, oh, he writes everything like he this. He was a one-trick pony, really. Yeah. I mean, I still like... I really like the Alex Ryder books. I think I read almost all of them. I know he's done one or two more I, since I, I stopped. I never finished the series. I never finished the series myself, either, I, the, the, I read... Oh, I think it, it wasn't Scorpio. It was the book one after that. So that one, he went to space... I believe. <laughs> is that the one where he's in the French Alps? Um, no, that was the second book. Um, point blank. So obviously point the question that was raised earlier by Luke. Um, That's disappointing. Uh, I wouldn't have known who he was. Uh, <laughs> just making make sure. I know you're getting, you know. I'm getting my old age. I can't figure out who's who. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the I'm guy not, with the agenda. Because I, <laughs> he says holding up Where's Wally. Yeah. I mean, so do you class an audio, would you, would you consider an audiobook as having read a book? Because I actually know someone who does not consider I mean, audiobooks. by the definition of reading a book, no. However, you've definitely heard the if book. If someone said, oh, have you read this and I listened to it, I'd go, yes. Yeah. And then I'd maybe go, oh, yes, I have. It's, well, actually, I listened to it. I was going to say, it's kind of like saying, I've heard the story of, but that made you sound like a guy at a bar yeah. going, have you heard the story of... <laughs> Oh, you're all Dresden Files. Ding, 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 I, ding. I'm of the opinion that the two are one and the same. It's not like when you say, um, no, but I've watched the movie, because that's markedly different. You've literally read the book, but had it spoken to you. It's exactly the same I've words. got no problem with it. I just think if you're asking the question, like, do you consider it the same? I was like, no, but like, I think like depends on kind of how how much time you have for things, because like you, you Rob, have an hour drive each morning so it makes sense that you can you know fit an or two hours of audiobook in that time but you wouldn't be able to read a book well, during that time he could, could it, but it would be massively <laughs> unsafe yeah. Oh, yeah. one of my favorite things i used to work in a door um opening and closing a door uh, with wedding functions and stuff <laughs> you used to work in a door i used to work in a door in between two planes of glass i used to hold them together that's what double glazing was back <laughs> you in the were day the glue. <laughs> i was the glue but i would get through a good three or four hours of a podcast or an audiobook just be sitting at the door. Oh, yeah, that's when you were blasting Setting. through Dresden Files. Yeah, I went straight through it. Yeah. Well, I say, yeah, that's the Like, I like to, on my morning walk to work, I will always have my audiobook playing. You need like, your hands free, don't you? Well, yeah, because I, I, yeah, no, it's just... Nick not, doesn't. He walks through the book. Nick, Nick, yeah, I don't know how he does that. Through the book, and I'm like, yeah, but what if it's raining? The whole reason all your books have gone um, out there is because people listen to it while they're doing menial tasks. Well, that's what I do as well. I run the house. Like, if I'm washing dishes, maybe cooking dinner or something, I will have an audiobook but playing. But do you feel like the way someone describes a character, the type of person who's announcing the book, will change your perception of what that character is? So say you listened or you read the, dis- the description of Dresden or, like, like this um, big, tall guy in a coat, but you had someone describe them in a softer tone it as a big, tall a guy in a coat. It kind of gives a dimension to the character, doesn't it? Well, yeah, it interestingly makes you... enough, with the Dresden Files, there was that one book that wasn't read by James Masters, 
and then they had to re-record. You get a different tone, don't you? Yeah, I was about to say it was like the, it's weird because the very first chapter of that one, he was very clearly trying to be like James Marsden, and then the second chapter, he just down. Because you make you could make him sound like a big friendly giant, or you could make him sound like this big looming man just by the way you like, I kind of phrase your tone. Well, it was one of the interesting things, especially in the most recent Dresden book, actually, where they had uh, where it was multiple short stories from different character perspectives, and when you had someone like Molly or Butters being played by their own uh, a different actor that was a bit or like I, I, most of the time it was fine there was one occasion where I didn't like it and that was Lucio's yeah the very first the very first one which um, nearly sold me off of like not listening to it and just I haven't instead. actually listened to a cast recording there is if you ever want to listen to one the one for American Gods it's is amazing very, very good yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I, I heard, that's how I listened to it. I, I don't know if it's the current one book. or if it's been so done. I actually yeah. read that one. Same. Um, I don't know if they're doing it or if it's already happened, but I'm pretty sure they're doing a American Gods recording with the TV show's cast. I do have one uh, little bit of news, though, I did want to mention, uh, which Rob, you, uh, Rob, particularly you may have seen, was the Warhammer TV series. In yes, 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 yes. What do you think of it? I think it's going to be awful, but I mean, I'm still going to try I want to hold out hope. I just kind of wish they had not chosen Space Marines. Did you watch the movie? Uh, which one? Oh, no, it's uh, Warcraft, sorry. Yeah, that was Warcraft. a Warcraft movie. That was okay. There, there That's is, a bunch I know. There, there is, there is a Warhammer yeah. movie, but it's trash from what I've heard. The story's all right. Film's trash. If you hear from that, a distance, like... you can hear me triggering nudes. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Don't use that word. Oh, sorry, not on this podcast. I, you can't I, call it I had to bleep yet. that out last week. <laughs> nerds but um you were the one who made him bleep it out yeah <laughs> i said because rob took it as a negative thing you said it in like oh because yeah, oh, i'm no because i'm such a loser nerd i was like that's not really being a nerd doesn't make you, you... could have had it in rob you you're a loser nerd i was about to say what, yeah rob i want you to know you are a loser nerd that's you are you're thing, allowed rob. to say that and i want other people to say that about you thank you Bradley. without anyone fearing they need to be bleeped like i would be worried if people felt like they couldn't call me a loser nerd <laughs> rob board gaming bad boy loser nerd <laughs> if that's what gets you off then sure uh depreciate me depreciate me <laughs> harder daddy <laughs> Luke, brother, you two have a relatively limited knowledge of Warhammer. Um, I wouldn't say limited. I, I would say, say non-existent. non-existent. There we go. Yeah, Thank okay. you. I'd say it's varying between right. fuck all and a bit. Okay. <laughs> so. I've seen a box. You've seen a box. That's about <laughs> as much as I know. So, okay. Like, so, it would be next to the Robot bro- War toys. Brother, I'm going to mm. exclude you from this line of questioning for the moment. Line of questioning? More, that's fine. I didn't are think we, I would be in this line of questioning. Are we being tried for crime? What have we done? No, I just want to ask... If you had your pick you of any of the Warhammer races that you guys know of, I, I, what would you prefer to have seen in this orcs. series? What would you, orcs. Orcs all the way. See, I, I would love just Imperial Guard. Orcs. Way more, because you could get we way have, more. We I, have I, I, enough. It might be based around the we, Imperial Guard, but I want orcs. Maddie, microphone. Sorry. We, we Ben's have, not a microphone. We have enough TV shows about downtrodden soldiers. The Imperial Guard, just another breed of downtrodden soldier yes, but, in this form. Yeah, but seeing, another, but seeing a bunch of downtrodden soldiers take on the cores uh, of the galaxy is what yeah I was about to say have orcs they're fun they don't make any Pro- fucking prob- sense the problem is orcs are re- relatively unrelatable actually Rob who go back a little bit I can turn you is, up so are we both... talking because Warhammer has like nine different fucking realms doesn't it in the fantasy one yes it's like fantasy there's like 40k uh, there's fantasy well it's Age of Sigmar so okay so that wasn't defined so it's that one but it's 
Yeah, so Warhammer 40k and is that's what the, the one series where being set in. So it's the futuristic. That's the futuristic space one. one where there's war and everything. You've got psychers and yeah, yeah, yeah the one with all the like games that. you yeah. played. Okay, yeah, yeah. I know where we are now. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, you, you know at least the I setting. I know this. I know this. So Luke, for what you know of it, which what, who would you like to see as a, a mainstay for a series? I would like to see a crime investigation show with a psyker. So like kind of like, like a murder a, mystery thing. So kind of like something like say, you maybe might want Eisenhorn. To, yeah, try reading the Eisenhorn books because it's pretty much that. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, so I mean, like, to be honest, Eisenhorn was one of the other things I would suggest would have been a great would make a good TV a good, show. good TV show because basically think space Sherlock with some psychic powers. Um, Bradley, let's let's open this part of the question. Do you? No, I've I, got a big block of cheese. Yeah, well, that's yeah, your problem. Not anymore. That dude, that's a problem. big block of cheese. Stop Jesus eating Christ. the cheese, the hell, dude. <laughs> I want cheese. Put okay. some crackers on well, it. The question... you cut it. You ripped it off by hand. Oh, Jesus Christ! A barbarian. A when, cheese barbarian. No joking. I looked at my phone when you said I've got a cheese board. So that, that's very Bradley. <laughs> Yep. And then I'm looking over at you, eating cheese like a fucking savage. No back. cracker. No nice out of crackers. I mean, he is the cracker. <laughs> but um, anyway, back to Bradley. Obviously, what what would you like to see? What race would you think would be a cool race to follow? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a little... I'll give you a little... Because I'm a cogstone and don't say Asian. Don't say Asian. <laughs> So you got your, you got your, you got your orcs. No. So a film, a TV show about forty k fans. No, I, I like where this is going. No one wants that. Just getting massacred in their own universe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we bring the fans into the universe. They realize everyone dies instantly in that universe. (laughs) On the Ash voice for nunchucks. (laughs) Because it sounds like an Ash thing to say. Uh, Use nunchucks. What did you think of the My Hero Academy movie? You thought you could it's been escape. Like three weeks, two weeks, two weeks. When did we see that? Two weeks two ago. Weeks ago? Oh, two weeks ago. Season yeah, four. Two weeks ago. You were meant to record your review, cool. Bradley. You never recorded your review. Look. So what do you think? As Bradley, as somebody who doesn't like anime, oh, it's all right. Would you say? Uh, so yeah, like enjoyable movie. Now, um, I think someone put it accurately. It's like Die Hard with like school kids. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> that's a pretty apt description. But and superhero powers. But I think, um. I mean, there is, like, little to no character development, but someone was saying, like, the problem is, like, with movies, with this kind of thing, you can't because, you know, it's set in between two seasons that have already aired, so you can't have any development with the character. And but you also, can introduce things that will get completely forgotten about in future. Oh, like, what, I don't know, Are you some ever... sort of gauntlet that will protect him from... Any kind of, I don't give a are shit. Are you ever, are you ever not going to be mad about that? It's so ridiculous. Like, why would you introduce yeah. something? To be fair, that's the most like apt, a TV anime movie device. Yeah, they, they have it everywhere. Right, yeah. They yeah. have the one thing which the makes him have a cool movement. Of the show is that vetoed. like it's like oh his his kryptonite and the thing he's got to overcome is he's got to learn to build up his strength so that he can use his full power without breaking his fucking arm. Yeah. So to introduce something into the world that can just override that, why would you not just every moment now would be, I need that. I'm going to make this again. Yeah, hey, I say, buddy, do you- can I get I, I never say, she doesn't go, oh, I've, ma- I've made this really cool device that can withstand four times the punch of 
fucking super sang or whatever. Super um, sang. Super sang. <laughs> but there's no asterisk that goes, oh, I could only ever make one of these every 10,000 years or something. It just yeah. seems like something that could be made what? at She win. says it's her life's work, so maybe she has she's spent her like entire 16. life. She's like 16. She could make another one. <laughs> yeah, when she's Life's like, work. When she's 32. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say, like, I mean, that's the thing is, one of these, uh, it is one of those anime plucky versions. Personally, I'm always more of a fan of the excuse that, no, I can't use that. I need to become this powerful the powerful enough to do that myself but the thing is then bad guys don't do that no no they don't bad guys but that's that's the difference also I did spend the first half an hour of that movie thinking the main hero was a bad guy oh All Might yeah because he has no eyes it's and so, he's so always he's a... in shadow. So I was like, oh, this is like, he's just got this perpetual smile as well. Like, it's like I, this I really yeah, no, like it's smile with no eyes and mostly in shadow. And then he's like stick thin form. That'd be a fucking plot twist for the movie, wouldn't it? Oh. I was genuinely, I was genuinely <laughs> expecting, like, when it turned out that they'd hijacked the building, I was like, oh, he's going to turn out to be the bad guy. So at the end, when he's fighting them, I was like, Oh, I guess this is not the actual <laughs> So that's fair. If you but t- I call it, it, if ever in the show he turns out to be a bad guy, I don't think that's I'll possible. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Now. I can tell you that now. But imagine the twist. Imagine if if the whatever the young kid's name is has got to fight old him. I don't old know. Whatever him. the fuck. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> All might. Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite. Marmite. Marmite. So the other question I wanted to raise on this is: so Bradley, obviously we watched the dub. Yeah. How'd you find the dub? Ben, I didn't have to oh, read. Oh, fuck off, Ben. Uh, bring it back to reading. <laughs> <laughs> that thing you're advocating during this podcast, uh, which you don't want to advocate uh, now, because it's going against it. Yeah. Listeners couldn't see it, but when, when Ben brought up the dub, I just looked at Maddie with dead eyes. Oh, wait. Was it was his tone of voice so pretty. But dead what eyes... What think of the dub? I, I know what dub... I know I, what I know see, about th- Two things. I thought it was fine. I don't think He's anyone was bad. He's because he already knew his answer. Yeah, he does. Well, I was going to ask this anyway. He asked me anyway. the other day and was like making notes as well. Like, <laughs> he also he like, also had an erection at the time. It was yes. very unusual. <laughs> He's using this podcast to push his agenda again. I'm, I'm going to say it again. The dub is trash. Yes. What money you said you were going to give me for saying that? Can I have that now, please? <laughs> we all need to see it. It was half now, half half yeah, after you half said afterwards. it. <laughs> Thank you. You, you, still got Edward, you still got Edward Oh, is that why you put your wallet in my jacket the other day? <laughs> <laughs> also, I didn't put my wallet anywhere near. It was, it was on my desk. I don't know how I got your right, jacket. My jacket your was on your seat. You must have just put it in my jacket thinking it was your jacket. But your jacket looks nothing like my jacket. That's why I don't get it. Yeah, but people are stupid, Ben. True. So either Bra- Ben's blind but, or Bradley. So you guys people. obviously are anti dub. Yes. Almost always, yeah. I mean, in this instance, yes. But why? Because it's nowhere near as good. The only decent voice actor is All Might. I would like, say... They, they, they don't edit it well enough for the pacing to go well. A no. lot of um, good dubs will actually work around their dub to get good pacing with like the beats in the new animation. So when the mouth is moving a lot... <laughs> eh, like I just There's a lot of lines. But you can't animate everything. It's very, you know? it's very jilted dialogue where they have to go into dub. I don't okay. find that as much. Like I, I find that I prefer watching it because as brother, I can pay attention to what's happening on the screen rather than try. Especially whenever you have moments where there are signs which are still in Japanese and have to have a subtitle for anyway, and someone is talking and you're trying to read the top line, the bottom line. Did you read the manga for? Yes, this? I did. Would you say people should read that or watch the show? I would say 
This is one I think you can get away with not reading the manga. Okay. Because the anime does a really, really good job of representing it. And it's not like with, for example, One Piece, Bleach, Naruto, which have a lot and then proceeds to make filler episodes, which are trash. Yeah. Oh, wait. Change my mind. When it comes out on physical DVD and we legitimately buy it, um, show me the dub version. Oh, that's a good idea. Actually, not the, sorry, the, the subtitle version. Yeah. And I'll see. Because obviously I've never watched the show outside of United States of Smash. Yeah. That yeah. one clip. Which Ben shows you like eight times a year. Yeah, but I've also had to look it up for every time I like dub it into the show. Every time I put it in the, the podcast. United States of Smash. I think it, I think it. show you an episode. No, but I want to see. No, no, but I'd rather see the same. I'd like. I'd like to see the same same thing, but subbed, and see what my kind of. Because now I'm familiar with the the story. Would you want to watch the entire movie again, or just like the? I'll watch the entire movie again subbed. It's already an hour and a half as well. Because at least I'm familiar with it. It's not. It's no Infinity War. I'm more familiar (laughs) with it. And I'm 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 aware of what the story is, so I can actually pay more attention to the subtitles Mm. and go. Well, I've kind of already seen the movie, so. I'll, I'll watch it like that. But see the thing, the thing with dubs <laughs> is, while it's possible for there to be a good dub, I've heard, for example, that Steinsgate is a very, very decent and faithful dub of the original sub. It is rare. My Hero Academy definitely does not live up to the quality of its subs voice actors, and that's why I think it's better see, to watch it sub. You see, I would disagree, only because that we don't so much get... The, t- the tone of voice might not be the same for us. So, like, whereas you're listening to a character talk in Japanese, uh, for example, Mineta, who has had a very annoying voice in the dub, and I'll admit his, his voice is kind of annoying. Um, I wouldn't say annoying. I'd say bad. Have you considered perhaps that okay. the reason they cast characters like that is because to the Japanese, that's what that character's voice would sound like tone-wise. In which tone case, wise. I don't, I I don't say, like the way they translate it. If that is the case, the then I'd still prefer mm-hmm. the sub because I don't have the same connection that a Japanese listener would have. But see, I don't have to listen to that annoying yeah. voice See, I prefer hearing the like the emotion like because the vocal cues in the English voice I mean, is what I like. I mean, you point. We wouldn't know what a Japanese lisp would sound like. I also think you're maybe giving too much credit to the voice actors because I, I, I don't think I felt emotion from any of those voice actors. I would not necessarily say that that could also just be the film, but also in the show, they definitely have a great deal of emotion. You had there, Bradley. I'm but just looking to see if I recognise any of the voice, the American voice uh, actors. Um, the only one who you will probably recognise will be the voice actor for All Might did a shit ton of the Dragon Ball Z voices. I don't know. There's um, as if Michael Brady's ever watched any Dragon Ball Z. I've only ever watched Dragon Ball T- Z in Italian, so I what? wouldn't get a tell. In Italian, yeah. every time, Bradley. Oh, I was in Italy, and Dragon Ball Z was on TV all the time. So that's my what's only. The, what's the weirdest thing you've seen abroad? Just a... weirdest thing I've seen abroad. All of, I've seen a lot of Dexter's Lab. I've never seen the American version of it. I've only ever seen it in Italian. Uh, I've actually got a little sort of end of podcast quiz for you guys. No, oh, God. God, I wasn't ready for a quiz, Ben. Why is Ben giving us changing? a quiz? <laughs> Hang on, this, this, this uh, podcast is brought to you by Keep Left by the Also, I swear to God, if this first question is, is the My Hero Academy dub good? And I say no, and you say wrong answer, I will fight you. <laughs> well, that's not me. Ben versus Rob, who would win? In a fight? Yeah. Ben. Ben, ben definitely. <laughs> but got... it was so I don't think Star Ben would a fight. throw a punch. No, Ben would want it more. No, Ben, you would go, <laughs> you would like run straight at him and just deck Rob. <laughs> For the precious dub. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on to, the reason I say Italian is it's a little bit Roman themed. Oh. One minute. 
Hang on, honey, let me just see my Roman shit. Are you going to get to the Roman page of Where's so, Wally now? Yeah. Uh, so each of you can, will just shout out Buzz when you want to answer. First person shout out gets it. There are three questions. Are we not having our own... Um, I should have brought Here you buzzes. go. Here's Wally no, in the Coliseum. Good. The fucking psychopath. Okay, well, let's hope this helps you. So... <laughs> I'll see if I can find the answer in here. Question one. Check the tones, Luke. Julius Caesar was assassinated True. on the 15th of March, 44 BC. It was by a line in the That stand, date is writing. also known by another name. Bing. The Ides of March? Correct. Shit, yes. Okay, not bad. What the fuck has this got to do with reading my book? I, I just decided... I can't prepare for this. Oh, did you not get the other wait, memo? Wait, oh, Maddie, by the way, brush up on your you... fucking Roman history yeah. nerd. <laughs> with Ben the entire time. So, interesting I know enough, of the Ides of March. The... I've seen Rome like three times. Yeah, so... When the Emperor Augustus, who... Oh, fuck, is this just all Rome-themed? It's yeah. all Roman-themed. How would I prepare for this? There was no preparation. I just, I just wanted to see... You I... had to read a book. That's why I just wanted and to see... And no Rome, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's only three questions. So, anyway. It feels like more already. <laughs> what was the name of Augustus's successor? Uh, so this um, is... Um, I, Augustus... Mike, September. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, shit. Augustus' successor. So... Gloop. No, so, Caesar... So... Gloop. I don't know. Cornelius. <laughs> no. <laughs> Augustus. I don't know. Maybe he decided to name it after Augustus in Gloop. I've got no, literally, no idea. What the fuck have you unleashed on us, Ben? Really, Wonka is actually um, Buzz. It wasn't Septus, was it? No. Is it the one beginning with a V? Septimus? No, no, no. September? No, I already said it was that. Not, it was not September. Wait, uh, September. Give wait, the wait. letter. August. No. Fuck. That was Augustus. Ah. It was Augustus. Septus. What's the song go? Augustus. So, just to give you the, the succession so far, so you had. Welcome to the Round Robin podcast. Today we bring you Roman trivia. So, you had Caesar. Yeah. You then had Augustus. Yeah. And then who followed him? Can but, you give us the first letter of his name? He's named. The name is commonly associated with a Roman river. <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the Great Roman River of Mississippi. What's the fucking famous... Nile. <laughs> no, that's Egyptian, but also a Roman territory, so I mean, you're not wrong, but also not the right name. Shall I just give you guys this one? Just, yeah, this just is not... Tiberium. Uh, Tiberium. It's such... I, but that's the thing. I, I kind of... I wasn't expecting you guys name. to know it, but I was hoping you guys would guess oh, it yeah, on the random. Oh, yeah, Tiber, isn't there? The Tiber yeah, River. Sure. You see, I, I, I thought Tibet, and I couldn't think why. Maybe it was that. You were probably no, thinking no. of the River <laughs> Tiber. Yeah, so again, so he was the successor to Augustus. He actually was a relatively successful commander. And uh, now I've got the final question, which if... Uh, uh, so... Uh, now, this one, hopefully, because this is a famous quote by um, uh, Augustus while he was emperor. Uh, just, uh, so, the quote, finish the quote. So, it's, uh, virus, give me back my what? Cereal. What? <laughs> Virginity. <laughs> Biggest dickus. I don't know. Wait, so what's, what was it again? The quote is, so this is from Augustus. Augustus to? Uh, uh, to virus. To virus. So, it's, virus, give me back my... Paint like, me a picture. So where are we really at now? So, uh, in a bar? Well, virus is dead. Virus is dead. Virus is long dead. He so, was. Yeah, I don't. Was it give me back my time or something stupid? You're. It, it, it's, it's. Give me back time. my effort. Think more in the in manpower. <laughs> give me back my manpower. <laughs> give me back my willy. <laughs> give me back my men. <laughs> give me back my men. <laughs> you, uh, you're close. Give you're me on back this... my army. 
close. Give me back my troop. What would the Romans have called that? Give me back my legion. Correct. Varus, you did it. I, I mean, it felt like I was a student being <laughs> into it, but I got good, there. Good, keep going, Rob. Do I get my gold star? So this, uh, the Battle of Turburg Forest was a massive Roman defeat in the time where Rome had, like, expanded greatly. They had re-secured their borders. Basically, they were led through the forest by a Germanic, uh, a, a member of Germanic tribe, and he led the army through into an ambush. Uh, the battle, I think it took years, I think decades for them to actually get to the side of the battle and to bury the bodies and move the skulls and all that sort of stuff, which were just left there. Bury the bodies. But it was something, it was a ridiculous amount of legions. So Augustus was so distraught by this. Apparently in some of his last days, he was walking around his sort of, uh, his villa um, and he would uh, cry and say, Varus, give me back my legions. So, point to you. I mean, Varys, fucked it up. High five, Rob. So why is he crying? Because because he entrusted it to Varys. Oh, so that's me saying, Ben, give me back my game of school. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just thought we'd do something a little different to end it today. But um, looks befuddled. How uh, did we go from <laughs> book club to QI? It's okay, because I've got another challenge for you guys. What a oh, oh, I need to pee. Is it history-based? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is just a challenge for the next time we do this. Okay. I want you each to watch a movie I that was know. made before. Wow, that was made in 1980 or before. Oh, I fucking Does got it. Does it have to be a new movie? Like, 1980 well, as in, like, or before. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me check with the 1980s, buddy. Uh, let's see if they're releasing can, any movies. Can I watch a new movie which is set in yeah. the 70s? Does it have to be something we haven't seen before? It does have to be something you already yeah. haven't seen. Okay. Let's do I just, time in the West. All right. Next week, but what about a new movie set in the 1980s I've comes seen out? It. I watched like, yes. Infinity War. <laughs> <laughs> There's this one scene that looked totally out of the 80s. Yeah. But... Well, technically, you could watch Guns of the Galaxy and then just freeze it when it says 1984 and be like, ha ha! Yeah, well, 1980 <laughs> or before. Oh, okay. Damn, yes, so close. <laughs> Can I watch Black Klansman? Well, when did the film get made? This year. Then no. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gets worth, bitch. Gets worth. That's my charge, uh, Luke. I'll take, take it away. away. You're the worst at segueing to Luke of everyone. <laughs> if you've enjoyed this episode of the Round Robin Podcast, don't forget to subscribe to us on CastBox. You can find us on iTunes and on Spotify and check out our drinking game mixers, which is on YouTube. We have been the Round Robin Podcast. Ben has been Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Good Ben. Night. I'd like to make that distinction. <laughs>